Chapter 1 Laura Clayton's last day on earth was as ordinary as any other, right up to the few moments before she came to her messy end. The only unusual thing about it was that she awoke to brilliant sunshine dancing on the bedroom window. March had been a spiteful month, not only coming in like a lion, but roaring its way through with no let-up in the constant rain and lashing gales. It seemed to have no intention of going out like a lamb. But on this Saturday, the 31st, it finally relented. I don't believe it, Laura said aloud, scrambling into a housecoat and hurrying to look out at the phenomenon. But it was true, and everything in the garden, which yesterday had looked dreary and sullen, was nodding and smiling and perking up in an unaccustomed brightness and warmth. Laura was a happy person, and being a countrywoman at heart, was never too affected by the change in the weather. But she loved her garden. As always, her eyes, after the first quick look around, came to rest on the flowering cherry tree. She thought how much the buds would be enjoying the sun, and picked it in imagination, its glory, when in full bloom. When her husband died five years previously, all Laura's friends expected she would sell the house with its large garden and move into something smaller. She fobbed them off with vague promises to consider it. To her son Alec, she said, they'd think I was mad if I told them I couldn't bear to leave my lovely cherry tree, but that is the truth. I think it'd miss me if I went away. Alec wasn't too sure if he understood his mother either, but his young wife said it made sense to her. So being outnumbered by his womenfolk, he wisely held his tongue. Laura bathed and dressed, went into the kitchen, picking up two letters off the mat as she went. Looking at the handwriting with pleasure, she left them unopened until she was sitting down to her coffee, toast and marmalade. One letter from Alex was short, but the other, although reasonably brief, caused her to exclaim in surprise and to need another reading to grasp it. She was just coming to the end of it for the second time when the sound of the side gate closing dragged her thoughts away. A glance at the kitchen clock showed her it was later than she thought, and here was Millie to prove it. Millie Patcham, born a Cockney, and still with a dialect to prove it, opened the kitchen door and bustled in, talking as usual. She always began the conversation halfway down the path, and Laura never knew what the beginning of the sentence was. In fact, sometimes it took her quite a while to guess what the topic of conversation might be. Honestly, with you this time.